Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Can a narcissist learn empathy? Is that something that they can have? Is that something that they might actually have, but they're unwilling to show? What's that actually look like? If you guys are new here, my name is Ben Taylor. I'm a self-aware narcissist on this channel to provide awareness, growth, healing, change, and development. I do that by having videos on all different platforms like every single day to try to just promote awareness and have people understand what narcissism is and how it affects. One of the things we've been doing is telling people to start journaling. But with doing that, also wanted to provide a resource. So if you haven't had a chance to be able to check it out, we have our first journal, From Fantasy to Reality, our second one as well, From Regret to Gratitude. You can see both of those on the website at rawmotivation.com slash books. I uh, wanted to invite you to this last opportunity to be able to sign up for the 45-Day Clarity Challenge, to be able to help you break free from toxicity, to rewire the, the story that you're telling yourself, to break the trauma bond, and to get free. You can check that out at claritychallenge.net. Well, when we talk about narcissists, we normally talk about how narcissists don't have empathy at all. Like, it seems like they're just trying to have emotions or they're trying to experience emotions sometimes when they're trying to connect with you. Uh, maybe it felt like you were trying to teach them, like, this is how you have emotions, like, this is what you do, this is how you interact as a human being. And it gets pretty confusing. Of like, do they actually have empathy? Do they not have empathy? And is it even possible? Well, let's talk through a couple things about needing empathy for a relationship, the challenges of like teaching it, different strategies to be able to work through that, and coping of like, what's this actually going to look like when the person doesn't have empathy or when they're not showing up in an empathetic way? What well, we know when we talk about narcissism, one of the biggest attributes that people normally bring up is narcissists don't have any empathy at all that they're incapable of empathy, or that it's impossible for them to have empathy. Well, how are you going to have a relationship if you don't have a, an aspect of empathy, an aspect where another person can see another person's perspective? So when we look at this concept of empathy, like we have to understand like that empathy is this aspect of understanding and being able to share the feelings and emotions and aspects with other people of being able to put yourself in another person's shoes to be able to see, wait a second, this is what they're experiencing. This is what they're going through. This is aspect of a connection piece that starts there. Well, with narcissism and having that lack of empathy, it also makes this aspect of being very shallow. And with narcissism, there's this aspect of having a void of always trying to be able to fill this aspect. And so people normally think, hey, narcissists are devoid of empathy. They don't have any empathy at all. I don't think that's true. I think there's a lot of times that we see narcissists that have empathy, but are unwilling to be able to show it, that are unwilling to be able to exemplify that empathy in their life because of what it actually means. Now, let's play that out in an illustration. So let's say that I do something that is wrong. I do something that hurt my wife and she's sitting on the couch and she's crying and she's frustrated. In that moment, there's an aspect that I know she's hurting there's an aspect that I know that I should go and comfort her, that I should go apologize, whatever it might be. 
And so as I stand there across the room and I see her tears and I see her being frustrated, there's this piece that's like, I should go. But then this piece is like, wait, you can't do that. Why? Part of that is because I know in going over there and giving some type of empathy, some type of sympathy, some type of connection building, there's an aspect that will validate her feelings in that moment. I will validate her feelings of why she's upset. Those feelings, when validated, will point back to the reason why she's upset, which would be me. As a result, I would rather walk away, step away, watch, get mad, whatever it might be, than to actually go over there and admit that I was wrong. This is the aspect where I show a lack of care to another human being. This is where narcissists show that they don't really care about you. It is only about themselves, how they feel. How I felt in that moment was more important than how the other person felt. That aspect of not wanting to be accountable for my emotions, for what I have done, for like anything like that in that aspect is like, I'm not going to do this. So as a result, I'm going to pull back. I'm going to disengage. I'm going to rage and get frustrated because it's not fixed instantly. And so oftentimes we'll see narcissists that struggle with this aspect of empathy, of not having empathy at all, but then also where they have empathy, they're just unwilling to show it because of what it actually reveals about themselves. An unwillingness to confront themselves and to deal with shame. So as a result, there's this constant pulling away. There's this constant running away from the guilt and the shame that's underneath. Well, this makes it really difficult to have a relationship. It makes it really difficult to be able to connect because of the lack of trust, because of all the different lies, because a narcissist is focused on themselves and not on how they're actually interacting and working on the relationship together, but it's all about them. Typically, I say the phrase like a narcissistic relationship is all one-sided and it doesn't include you because understanding that that relationship is all about them, even the aspect of like, I'm going to pull back with empathy. I'm not going to have that empathy for that other person because I don't want it to reveal the shit that's inside. I don't want it to reveal the things that I'm actually struggling with. So as a result, I'll pull away. I'll disappear instead of putting it out there. That lack of empathy produces these shallow relationships where you think on one side, hey, we're actually getting somewhere. We're actually having a good relationship. And the narcissist on the other side is like, I hate this. I don't want to get close to this person. It produces this anxiety piece for the survivors going through narcissistic abuse. It it induces these panic attacks, these depression. And like for me, there was aspects that anxiety, panic attack, depressions, I didn't think existed. I wasn't willing to acknowledge they existed because I wasn't willing to acknowledge that I caused those, that I was the one that was producing those in my wife. Instead, it was like, get over it. Like, trust God better so you don't, so you don't be so scared. Like, like, you're just overreacting. Like, all these different things to try to be able to put that down. And I, in my mind, I wanted to convince myself these things do not exist. She's using them for, like, manipulation, to manipulate me, to make me feel bad. And all these things I was saying and telling in my head because I didn't want to be accountable for the things that I was doing and for how I was showing up in that relationship. So what are some of these challenges? Some of the challenges going into this as far as like even trying to help someone get understanding of empathy is that narcissists don't want to be wrong. I never wanted to be wrong. I didn't think I was wrong. I didn't think it was possible for me to be wrong. It was like, I am perfect. So a narcissist is going to run away from that. They don't want to be called out of being wrong or being imperfect or anything like that. 
And as a result, they have an ingrained pattern of behavior over a period of time that requires a giant shift in perspective. And until someone is willing to say, hey, my perspective is wrong or might be wrong, let me acknowledge a different reality than what I've been portraying and projecting onto all these different people, nothing is going to change. You see, the majority of narcissists are very resistant to change. Like they want to push back. They don't want that change because of the aspect of the superiority complex. The idea that the ego is so big, why would I need therapy? Why would I need help? Why would I need empathy? That's only going to slow me down. It's only going to hurt me. That's only going to make me weak. And sometimes this could play it out in narcissism. Sometimes this could play it out just in a masculinity of like, hey, like I can't show emotion. I can't actually show a depth of vulnerability piece there. But oftentimes this aspect with narcissism is being superior of like, I am better than you. And as a result, when you try to bring something up, it's not viewed as being helpful. It's viewed as being an attack. Like you're bringing up helpful criticism. You're bringing up stuff to try to be able to express your feelings, but all they do is twist it around and make it feel like it's an attack on them. I can't believe you say that to me. Like, really? Like, I thought we were good. Like, they'll switch it. They'll put it back on you. And so many times it gets confusing because you're like, I don't even know what is happening or what is going on. Narcissists, a lot of times, will have this ingrained pattern of behavior. It requires a giant shift in perspective. They're very resistant to change because of that superiority, that ego, viewing things as attack. And there's also this aspect of like reinforcing like some of the stuff that's happening. You have to be careful of like having like a balance so that you don't accidentally reinforce like the positive things and then you end up enabling the negative things. So like people that are like, well, I'm just trying to help them with empathy. Okay, well, you can help them in a certain aspect, but you can't enable them in another aspect. There's a balance that needs to have. The majority of time, you're not going to get anywhere because you're trying to force something on another person who doesn't actually want it. So you're like, but I just want to teach them empathy. I just want to work on this. You understand that's not your job. And you understand that it is their responsibility to work on themselves. The majority of time, narcissists won't work on themselves. When you're trying to do this, though, communicate really clearly. Model empathy. So they say, hey, this is how it actually is. Doesn't mean you're vulnerable. Doesn't mean you're opening yourself up. Just saying, I'm modeling it in my life. Don't worry about like making accusations, judging, like putting a bunch of stuff on them. Just being like, this is how it is. This is who I am. And sometimes you'll have narcissists that develop this sense of like cognitive empathy. That's the piece that I know I have grown in over the past year, especially of being able to know and understand what someone's going through, maybe not feeling it the same way. It doesn't resonate. It doesn't impact me as deeply as it would someone else who's an empath or is more in tune with that. But there's this cognitive piece of understanding like, wow, like that has to really suck for you. Like that is something that is really awful to go through. There's this piece that I'm able to bring into the picture that I've never had before of cognitive empathy. It helps me to be able to connect. Helps me to understand some of what people are actually going through. Well, you need to understand when you find yourself in the role of where you're teaching a narcissist empathy, where you're trying to educate and explain these things, you need to understand that you need to count the cost first. Like, is this actually worth it? After they've cheated on me 15 times, is it worth me to actually stick around to try to teach empathy? Like at this point, like it's, it's kind of like a lost cause. Maybe there's this aspect of like not holding out 
waiting for a change because so many times people hold on to the hope, the potential that someone's going to change and they wait forever and nothing ever happens. Sometimes people forget that you need to have healthy boundaries. You need to bring in your friends and your family. They're going to help support you, going to help you move through it. And you need to focus on you. No matter how you're trying to interact with the other person, you still have to focus on you and your self-care because it's not your job and it's not your responsibility to fix another person. Last but not least, like going through this, like you need to be able to get to the place where you change your mindset so you don't get hoovered, so you don't get sucked back in, so you don't get put back into this trauma bond as you're trying to get out of the relationship, as you're trying to understand, and as you're trying to move forward in your growth, healing, change, and development. I invite you to go to claritychallenge.net. This is one of the last days to be able to sign up for this group that is going through and would love to have you be a part of that. Just check it out, claritychallenge.net. 